0: An entitled, spoiled, rotten child demands free stuff from me over Roblox. But when I tell him no, his entitled Karen of a mother jumps on the microphone and starts screaming at me in a way I never expected. And I've honestly never been more blown away by someone's actions in my life. Here's what happened. So for a bit of context, I'm a younger teenager. Don't judge me. I just love video games and I love to go on voice chat in Roblox. I also love to play Jailbreak a lot as I like to trade and have been playing the game since 2000. 2018. So I do have a lot of items. When they introduced trading I got two torpedoes. Now the torpedo was a really fast and expensive car that you cannot obtain but I am a Roblox nerd so go figure. So I had a lot of fun trading. This particular event happened only a few days ago. I decided to hop on the Trading Hub voice chat and decided to socialize with the other traders because well, why not? And that's when this spoiled rotten kid came into play. He sent me a trading request and I accepted. I decided to talk on voice chat and this kid was definitely young. So the conversation began as follows. After I introduced myself and asked him what he would like, he looked at me and said, hurry up, you idiot. Give me my free torpedo. You are rich. Give it to me right now. It took me a second to realize what he was saying and I said, excuse me? But he repeated his offer. He said, yeah, give me a free torpedo. But I first requested that he give me some kind of offer in return. Now, I've dealt with rude comments in the past, so I might have thought that maybe he was trolling. But you know what? But I was wrong. He then put up a low value item to trade for my torpedo. Now just to remind you, the torpedo is incredibly rare. I respond by saying, I really do not have an offer for that and you are low in value for the torpedo. For a bit of context, his value was maybe 2 million while my torpedo is rated at about 65 million and that's all in virtual game currency. But this spoiled rotten child wasn't having it because he said, I do not care. You have two torpedoes, give me the other one Right now. So I responded by saying, first off, no. I do give free stuff away, but since you seem rude, I'm not going to do that. Please do not trade with me anymore. This spoiled rotten child then started making these horrible comments. And I mean so bad that it probably would have made your skin crawl. So I muted him. And my friends told him to shut up. So I went about as normal, just ignoring this kid. And the spoiled child was calling me a scammer. And at this point, I was done with this server. So I just straight up left. I thought that was the end of it but I'm pretty sure he went into my Roblox profile and found my Discord tag using the Repro extension. The next day, I accepted a friend request from this spoiled child on Discord, thinking by mistake that it was one of my old friends from like the second grade, as that did happen three times, and I am pretty good friends with them. So I said hi to them thinking it was something else, but boy was I wrong. He then sent a video call, so I decided to accept, but not show my face, because, well, I get uncomfortable showing my face, especially on someone I haven't even met in a while, or if it's someone I just don't know. But it wasn't him on the other side of this. It was instead his entitled mother. This mother says, Hi, I was told you did not give my child a torpedo for his car, and when I saw her on the screen, I was like, Oh, okay, that guy. I wonder how he found my Discord tag. Anyways, this kid was being very rude to me and calling me horrible slurs. I do give away free stuff, but he was really rude and making up false accusations. Please tell him to not track my profile, and please just leave me alone this entitled Karen then says why did you not give it to my angel he is a good boy who gets good grades mind you and I told her well your sweetest boy just said some pretty awful stuff and he annoyed me and my friends and that's when this entitled Karen turned into a monster she said oh shut up you're probably nearly an adult and you are hiding behind a camera so show me your face right now this lady then said the same slur that her kid said to me earlier and it was at this point that I was incredibly angry I said to this lady, ma'am, please stop acting like a Karen and control your demon spawn. I'm a young teenager. I'm not an adult. And if I was, I would still play games I enjoy. So please stop trying to control my life. You and your son are disrespectful people and very immature. I then choose to hang up. All the while, this son is screaming about getting a torpedo. The Karen then spams my DMs to get back on the call and starts calling me these horrible names. But to make a long story short, and after some back and forth, I decided to block these people because they seriously were not worth my time. So the moral of the story is not to beg people for free stuff and if you don't get what you want you shouldn't act rude and say horrible things to people because in the end it only makes you look bad. I'm blown away that a grown adult woman would act like that towards a teenager. Like seriously, you need to control your spawn before you decide to start screaming at somebody else over a mechanic in Roblox. I mean that is honestly ridiculous and you can see where her child gets his terrible attitude. It's honestly honestly so inappropriate and hopefully for the sake of the original poster they never have to deal with this entitled Karen or her spoiled rotten child ever again. If you like Am I the Jerk you're probably going to love Am I the Genius. Check it out link down below in the description. Several entitled customers at my table that I was serving for a charity event demanded more wine claiming that they had not been served properly and that they had been skipped in the process and it was honestly so annoying to deal with. So I worked part time at a hotel as a banquet server. We had a massive event last night that was for charity. Over 500 people and it was a five course meal with four wine pairings. I had five tables with 10 people at each. I was teamed up with one of the high school students that works there part time on the weekends so that he could serve the food and I could serve the wine. Before the event we went around to every single table at least 10 times to make sure that everything was in its place. The event starts and I pour the first wine. Whenever I'm pouring the wine, I'm going around the table. I keep a count in my head of how many wines I pour, just to make sure that I get everyone. I pour the first round and set the first course, and as I'm coming around to pour the wine for the next course, my high school co-worker told me someone was getting mad at him about not getting wine. I went over to the table, and I asked her if I could help her. She was sitting there with a glass in front of her that had clearly just had wine in it. There was wine at the bottom of the glass. She told me it was empty, even though anyone with eyes could see that it was not. I apologized to her and told her that the first wine was gone, which wasn't a lie. We just only had enough for everybody to just have a taste. You could tell she was super annoyed with me since she kept arguing that she didn't get any. But what can I do, right? I just kept telling her that I was sorry and I offered more of the second wine, but she didn't want it. They get their second course and we cleared the plates and I'm coming around with a third wine and her husband tells me he didn't get the second wine. As I'm sure you can imagine, I was very careful when I poured the second wine to make sure that they both got some. The second wine was red wine and you could clearly see the red in the bottom of the glass as he's telling me that he didn't get any. I went to the back and looked and there was just none of it left. So I came out and I told him and he's like okay give me some bread. Again they only give us enough bread for everyone at the event to have one piece. I don't make up the rules I just serve the food. He was getting visibly upset when I told him I didn't have the bread. I just walked away and went to the back and stood there for a minute. I went back out and another guy at his table was like, I want some more of the third wine. I went to the back and we had some and I brought it out to him. I went to pour and he said, I'll give you 20 bucks to leave the wine on the table. Now my manager has told us so many times that we cannot do that. I told him no and he just kind of looked at me like he was surprised that someone would actually tell him no to some money. I walked away and waited on the other tables. At the end of the night, another couple from the wine table gave me a $50 Tip and said they were so sorry that I had to put up with their drunk friends. I ended the night with a lot of good tips overall, but oh boy, it's a charity wine tasting event, not a wine guzzling event. You would think that some people would learn how to control themselves. That is actually really obnoxious. These people are here for a charity event and they're basically getting sloshed and completely wasted. This guy even tried to bribe the server to leave the wine at the table just so he can slurp it down throughout the night. And that not only defeats the purpose of the entire event, but it's also really disrespectful for the event overall. I'm honestly surprised the original poster didn't get management involved. After the first confrontation, if I was in their shoes, I would have gotten the manager right away and been like, look, these people are basically giving me a hard time, and they're lying to me to my face about the wine that I definitely gave them that they're claiming they didn't get. Can you please sort this out? Because that's exactly what these people were trying to do, right? They were trying to work the system and try and find some kind of workaround so that they could score some more free wine out of this event but overall at least the original poster got some kind of tip out of it because after having a night like that where you're dealing with obnoxious drunk people for the entirety of a charity event getting some kind of tip compensation could hopefully make things right at the end of the night an entitled theater producer makes everybody's life a living nightmare as we're simply just trying to put on her show and despite her lies and betrayal she still comes back to me asking for help and that's when I decide to get some very petty revenge here's what happened so I work in technical theater design, and I was approached by a writer and producer to direct her show after I had been recommended to her by a mutual friend. We'll call this mutual friend Jane, that's not her real name. Jane had been working on this script for a couple of years, and it was her baby. The script was actually pretty good, and the cast that she had already hired was awesome, so I agreed to do the job. The show had already begun rehearsals before I was hired, as the previous director had suddenly quit. After one rehearsal, I immediately realized why. Jane was an absolute nightmare nightmare. She had no idea what she was doing. She had never produced theater and knew absolutely nothing about any aspect of live event productions when it comes to blocking, lighting design, or anything. However, she also wanted to control and micromanage everything. A majority of my job ended up consisting of her freaking out about something I had done and then me spending 20 minutes explaining why I had it done that way. The cast hated her, and she made every rehearsal miserable. She wasn't interested in watching the scenes to see how good the actors were, she would spend every rehearsal buried in her script and getting upset each time an actor missed a word or said them instead of they or some other easily fixable thing. The only reason the cast stuck around is because this woman had some industry contacts and she was inviting them all to the show. She constantly bragged about it and said she would share all of her connections with the cast so they could benefit from the show. About two weeks before Tech Week, I realized she hadn't hired a lighting designer as well as a booth operator a stage manager or anyone at all to run the show. She had been expecting me to do it all once the time came. I almost quit right on the spot but I ultimately stuck in because the cast was so great and I knew that the show would never happen if I left. She would never be able to do anything on her own. I ended up calling in a couple of favors and somehow we got everything done The show actually turned out great and the audience loved it. She had paid a guy to professionally film two performances and she really got great stuff on tape. After the show ended, the cast asked for a list of emails or numbers of the industry that was in attendance so their agents could follow up with them. But that's when Jane betrayed them and refused to share any info about her contacts. She said she didn't want them bothering people that she knew. I was furious so I sent her an email saying that you need to share that list. It was what you promised and you owe it to them. She replied by saying, this is no longer any of your business. Your job is done. I don't want you to do anything related to this project ever again. And since she was so nasty, that's when my malicious compliance truly began. One week later, she sent me an email. Apparently, she was trying to raise funding to do the show again and had entered the video she had recorded into a prestigious online theater festival. The audio didn't turn out great in the recording. She realized that she didn't have any of the sound effects, the Mark production script, the QLab show file, the projections, the blocking notes, nothing. I had done all the work and had all the files. She had never even asked to see them before. If she wanted to replicate the show, she needed these things. Otherwise, she'd have to pay someone to start from scratch. If she wanted to fix the audio, she would need all the music and the sound files. She demanded that I send her these things immediately. But I replied by saying the following. Per your previous instructions, I am not to do any more work on this project. My job is done. Then I deleted everything. And she was incredibly upset. Her realizing she had nothing tangible to remount her show almost made it worth the two months of painful rehearsals because honestly, this lady truly had it coming. What an awful person. As someone who's done a lot of theater growing up, it's actually quite hilarious that this lady didn't know how to do anything. Like seriously, you wrote a play and you don't even know how to put it together? Sure, that can happen, but it also means you gotta take your hands off the script and let other people come in to collaborate with you to bring this show to light. And I love how this guy at the end of it said, okay, hey, I'm going to take my hands off the wheel and it's now your problem. Because this lady did not know what she was doing. And she was absolutely so disrespectful. She basically tricked the cast into sticking around, all under this grand assumption that they were going to get hooked up with the best people in the industry. But at the end of the day, she didn't even provide that for the cast. It is honestly so disgusting, and that is so vile in my opinion. And that really seems like a massive red flag, especially in the entertainment industry. So good for the original poster for getting some well deserve payback because this lady was being obnoxious the entire time. She made the rehearsal process an absolute nightmare and truly karma came back to bite her in the butt because what goes around comes around and if you're gonna treat everybody around you like garbage then you can't possibly expect anybody to help you out in your time of need. My girlfriend doesn't communicate with me outside of dates and she purposefully ignores my text messages and phone calls for hours if not days at a time and it's really starting to become frustrating and I see seriously don't know what to do. So my girlfriend and I have been officially a couple for about three weeks now, but we have been seeing each other for about five months prior to becoming official. During those five months, we went on about 11 dates. However, she would never text, call, or communicate with me outside of our dates unless it was to organize the next date. Now, I expected this behavior to change after we became a couple. I asked her if she could communicate with me more over text messaging or with a phone call before we became official and she agreed. I also asked if she preferred talking over the phone, and she said very quickly and firmly with a loud response that no, I don't like talking on the phone. But honestly, nothing's changed. So basically, she will never reach out to me to check in or to tell me about her day when I reach out, which I do daily, by the way. I don't get a response for hours, and the quickest response was about 12 hours, and the longest being two days. And sometimes when she does text back, it's a completely different response, ignoring my previous question. For example, I would ask, hey, how was your day today? Or how did X, Y, or Z go? And she will just completely ignore these text messages even when I see that she's active on social media. And she will respond with a video of a place that she wants to go to on our next date or just simply change the topics. Even when I do go along with her change of topics, I get back a dry response of like two words or less or sometimes the conversation just stops altogether. On our dates, we talk and get along just fine. I also notice she replies to her friends very quickly on our dates. But otherwise, in between, it's like we're complete strangers. I also should mention that we only see each other about once a week, sometimes once every 10 days. And our dates are typically two to three hours long as she always claims that she's tired or has other plans with friends or family in the day. And she only wants the dates to either be Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I suspect she's not investing in me or our relationship as much as I am. But if that's the case, why would she want to become official? I mean, I'm not expecting her to text me back within minutes every time. I would just like to not be ignored for hours, if not days, as if I'm some kind of stranger. I'm honestly at a loss, and I seriously don't know what to do. I honestly think you hit the nail on the head. This lady does not see you as an actual boyfriend, but if anything, she sees you as someone that takes her out to dinner, and she just plays along to get dinner from you, and that's about it. And that's really not fair for you in the slightest. She is not putting any effort into this relationship, and she's quite obviously ignoring you when you're trying to get some kind of communication going and build some kind of repertoire between the two of you. This is honestly really disgusting behavior. And in my opinion, she is 100% using you. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if you're one of a few guys that she's potentially dating. And I use the word dating quite loosely because it really does seem like she just does not care about you. She doesn't want to have any kind of conversation with you. It seems like she never wants to meet up for any reason ever. And she is absolutely not putting out what you're putting in. So in my opinion, this is not a healthy relationship, and based on what you've described, I 100% think that you could do so much better than this. My life after college has not gone as planned, and despite all my best attempts to try and get my life together, it all seems to be falling apart, and I honestly don't know what to do. I had a vision that no matter how corrupt or unjust the business world might be, that hard work will prevail, at least in a capitalistic market. Logic being, he who works hard and brings value would then bring more money for the company. I'm writing this because I want to reflect on my path and share my story and how my expectations just got shattered completely. I started working during my first year in college, from statistics to research to assessments. I did it all. I became a lab assistant at the facility, published some papers and got honors. And that was the end of that part of my life. I was happy with the work I did and I was hoping for a bright future following my shallow formula. After finishing college one and a half years ago, I started working as a recruiter, and HR manager at a company. I accepted a job where I was heavily underpaid just to get the experience for some normally paid entry-level position. In the company, I was promised double the salary if I proved my worth. Fast forward one year into the future and I became a senior level manager doing more and more stuff, managing a company of 40 people and having two departments as their lead manager. I became a right hand of the CEO and I'm doing every analysis for his decision-making. I'm enjoying a regular cup of of crunch time, regularly working weekends, and having 12-hour shifts from time to time. It was my very own personal mix of being naive, making heavy rationalizations, as well as just causing myself a lot of trouble. On the other hand, I really like to work. I really do try to do everything close to perfection, as I enjoy the process of creating perfect processes, as well as practices. From the very beginning, I felt used and not respected, in terms of compensation and benefits, and top management just kept promising me better days without doing anything concrete. Once I realized that nothing's going to improve, I applied to over 100 worldwide recruiting HR positions, and nothing came back. An empty void looking back at me. I looked for different jobs. You know, those entry-level positions I was mentioning before, but couldn't get into anything. Part of it probably being my weird progression in the company in that short span of time. As if that wasn't enough, a few months later, the company said they're having financial issues because of the recession and inflation, so they completely stopped paying salaries and are currently lagging three months behind. It forced me to go back to my parents as I couldn't pay rent. Also, I'm doing freelance statistics just to get some kind of income. Then, something seemingly positive happened. Last week, I had an interview with a company, and it went great. I got confirmation that they were pleasantly surprised with my experience, as well as my expertise. After telling me they'll invite me to the next step, their decision got a rapid U-turn. Just hours later, Later, They wrote me a nonsensical response that they were not looking for anyone to hire at all and they don't have room to put me in The last couple of days i'm getting tired very easily and I miss out on a lot of work Even though i'm not getting paid in the first place I'm struggling with motivation and keeping my overall well-being on a decent level Unfortunately, i'm starting to wonder if I should give up altogether and not try to pursue my career But instead get any kind of job that'll just pay the bills. It seems like a rash decision but I would be better that way than making a business influencer of myself and spilling out low-quality posts and or just talking to generate attention and land jobs in that way. I found it deeply distasteful. I found marketing and sales to be really boring and it would be the same for me as doing some clerical work in local factories. I'm still optimistic at heart, but it's nothing like I expected it to be after finishing college. I didn't expect anything to go perfectly or that it's a fair market or anything like that. I wasn't even expecting to have a good salary or terms in the beginning at all. I was just hoping that I could make a living for myself. I even had plans with my girl to live in another city and make our own home. But now I'm starting to doubt everything and I honestly don't know what to do. I totally know where the original poster's coming from. I know that feeling of getting out of college and things are not going as planned. And you know what, that's just part of life. But that doesn't mean you should give up or not keep trying to find a better future for yourself. And I think pushing forward and going to find a job that would will treat you right as well as pay you on time really would be for your benefit just stay the course and keep at it you've worked so hard to get where you're at right now and it really would be a shame to throw that all away simply because you're running into a bad spot at the moment so seriously don't let this shake you it really can get better and you just need to work through it and try your best because eventually you really will find yourself in a career that you can be happy with and then you'll be able to look back on what you have had to do just to get there and hopefully it'll all be worth it thanks for